that's where I kind of clicked with me, like everything, all these bad moments, I came out stronger, I came out better in some way. And you kind of have to, in that moment, take a moment, pause and be like, what am I taking away from this? How am I going to come out stronger? Um, And I love like, I love to say that, you know, there is light after the darkness, whether it's that dark tunnel that you're in, and you even though you can't see it, and it seems impossible. I promise you that there is light after that tunnel, you just need to keep pushing and And like, even if it's a baby step every single day, there will be light and that it kind of got me through. Welcome back to Let's Thrive the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, and I am so happy to have you here listening Whether you're new or an OG, Let's Thrive is all about connecting and educating and raising awareness and inspiring you and just getting you to really think about these areas or topics in your life that not only am I and or the guest going through or have gone through, but maybe you are too, or maybe someone in your life is as well. And so it's always a pleasure to connect and hear and just be on the same high vibe community for such important topics and areas of discussion. So watch my little spiel (laughs) and thank you for being here. Today we have a really neat episode actually that was inspired by a neat opportunity that I had. As you all know, I love to talk. I've been podcasting for three years, I'm on Instagram. And so that being said, when given opportunity to talk, by all means, am I going to take it? You know, if it's going to help somebody, support somebody, be an area of growth, learning, etc. And so a few weeks ago, I had two just phenomenal souls, podcast listeners, supporters overall, reach out and ask me to give a discussion for their school, for a club they have started, when me and Alex. And at first, I didn't really know, like, oh, am I even qualified to do this? I've done it once before, but then I was like, no, you know what? These are topics I've lived through, I've experienced, I've been talking about them on the podcast and with others for like two, three years now. I can definitely do this. And so I agreed to do it. Um, And it was for, when me and Alex have this, it's called Healthcare Journal. And it's a club at their school based in, they're in Canada. I don't know much more location-wise. I'm very directionally, locationally challenged, guys. I'm just sorry to admit it, but it's the case. And anyway, so... That night, actually, I didn't know if I'd be able to give the talk. I was in the thick of a depressive sort of episode I'd been in for weeks, and I just got so scared. I was like, why am I giving this talk, right? Like, look at me. I'm a mess. My life is in shambles, etc. And then I was like, well, I can't back out. Like, what does that say about me, etc.? So anyway, I gave the talk, and man, oh man, like, I'm so glad I did. There's just something about getting out of your own head when you are there to help or support or educate, inspire, talk with others. And it really gets you out of your head and into your body. And I felt so grounded and present and really just like self-aware during the talk. And it was also reflecting on a lot of my past and what I've been through and what I've gone through and what I've really created for myself in this life. And that was affirmation and just comfort for me of, oh, wow, I've been through this, I've done that, this has happened, and look at how I've gotten through it, and right? Like, look at how I've built my life because of that, or whatnot. And I was like, so it was very good for me personally to have all those reminders and reflections and just that grounding experience. And it was actually 
a really good waking up moment of, I, I don't want to be in this depressive episode anymore. And not saying I wanted to be in it before, but it was a lot easier to just sort of like settle and simmer in it than to really, really, really do the work and try to get out of it. And so it was after that day that I just really had that awareness of, I need to do the work to get out of this. I need to get my life, quote unquote, back on track in, in regards to like what I feel is suitable for me. <laughs> and, and that started it. And it took me about like, a week, two weeks to slowly, slowly, slowly climb out of this depressive funk and episode and therapy session and lots of chats with friends and lots of self-reflections and such, but I did it. And so then it was a very full circle moment. After the talk, I asked these two phenomenal humans, Alex and Mimi, to come on the podcast. And I just wanted to have this conversation with two others that are definitely high vibe. We all had great flow. And so that's what today's episode is. And it's really neat because we are just three people discussing and sharing about experiences we have gone through and things we are passionate about and realizations we've had. And so I think it's a great episode to listen to. It's chill. It's There's like the fun moments. There's my odd rambling moments, of course. And it's just a really good listen to get you thinking. I think it's one of those conversations that whether you fully resonate with everything we're saying you will at least resonate with something and or it's going to lead you to another thought, another realization, another moment of self-awareness that can hopefully help you and get you taking another step forward or looking in another direction or whatever it may be. And so if that is the case, like let us know. We would love to connect. I will link their Instagrams down below just for the sake of spelling and pronunciation and all of that. You'll find them linked below as well as mine, but otherwise I'm on Instagram at Emily Feichels and I would absolutely love to connect. That being said, if any of you would ever want to collaborate or do something in this retrospect as well, I love talking and connecting with people and I really hope in my future to have more opportunities to talk with schools or with companies or corporations or people or individuals in general and just really spread the lessons I've learned, the experiences I've gone through and overall just connect and work together and really reap the benefits that connection brings to all of our lives. So that being said, big love for any and all of you that have supported the show, whether you're new or an OG or somewhere in between. I couldn't do this podcast. I couldn't do most of the work I do and I really couldn't do life quite as well as I do if not for you all. So big love, happy heart moments, and without further ado, let's jump into today's conversation. I don't know if one of you had the idea first and you brought in the other or if it was like a mutual idea, thought, whatever it is, but I just want to hear like the story overall of how this all started and how you guys got to be working together the way you are now and how it led us to meet as well. So I'll let you guys sort of go from there. Mommy, okay. I'll let you like take over because obviously you started it. So like most of that beginning stuff, like I'll let you go. Okay. And okay, like say, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah. So before we kind of get started, um, Alex and I are grade 12 high school students um, outside of a city well, in a city outside of Toronto, Canada. Um, and we are actually, we are the co-presidents of the school club called the Healthcare Journal. And I started that club last year and it was kind of like an idea that I was inspired by because I don't know, I was scrolling on TikTok one day and I know TikTok is like, it's the worst thing, but it's the best thing on the planet at the same time. Like 
I don't know how to describe it, but I was scrolling on TikTok and I came across this page of an organization called Colored for Coats. And they, they kind of talked about something. They talked about spreading awareness about healthcare disparities. And this was like the first time that I was introduced to this term. And it kind of clicked with me. And I was like, oh my God, like this is something I'm interested in because I've always been very passionate about science. I, I'm a chemistry and bio nerd. I'm going to put it out there. Some people might not agree with me, but I am. I love chemistry and bio. But at the same time, I've always had this passion, whether it's about feminism or climate change or fighting systemic discrimination. I was always very passionate about creating change with social equity and social injustices. And I was like, this is something that I wanted to do. And so for a little while, I actually spent a little bit of time trying to um, actually get the Color for Coats organization kind of started in my school. Anyways, that didn't work out. And we already had a health sciences group that I was the executive secretary of. And so I brought it up to my, my friends who were the co-presidents. And they're like, you know what, why don't you just start a sector within our club of, of, of a social equity for healthcare? And I was like, hey, that's very interesting. So last year, the club was actually called the Social Awareness Sector. And it was just a sector within the health sciences group. But this year, um, Alex, Alex was brought in um, at the end of last year when we were organizing for the next school year. And we kind of separated from that club in our school and we started our own. Um, and it's now the Healthcare Journal. And we focus on um, spreading, spreading awareness about different um, disparities within the healthcare community, within the medical community, um, and educating the general public as well as our school community. So every month we'll focus like on a different topic um, and we'll have group discussions, we'll have different Instagram posts, we'll even have school events just for like our peers um, and everyone within the school. So on for October, our topic was mental health awareness. Um, November, we're actually focusing on cancer awareness. And then for December, we're going to be focusing on immunization and flu season awareness. So every single month, different topics. We always have these cool ideas that we come up with. Um, and that's why I love working with Alex. But it was it was definitely, um, it was kind of just inspired by my passions. And then I kind of just brought it up. And it was kind of cool how everything started and it kind of continues to go. Um, and I remember when me and Alex met this summer and we were planning for the school year, um, we planned out for all the months and everything. And October, we decided it was going to be Mental Health Awareness Month. And we were trying to come up with an event. And I was sitting there and I was, I was thinking about little, I was thinking about your podcast. And I was sitting there, I was like, oh my God, I started listening to her and she has changed my life. Like, imagine if we could, imagine if we could get her on. And I turned to Alex and I'm like, you know what? I think I have something. Just, just give me, just give me a little while. I'm gonna DM her on Instagram because I always listen to the end of your podcast. You're like DM me on Instagram. I love to talk and everything. I was like, okay, I'm gonna try this out. I'm gonna put myself out there, take this risk, and I, I DM'd you. You got back to me, and it was all very crazy. And I was like jumping up and down when you emailed me back and down. And we were in English class, screaming on top of our lungs, and our teacher was looking at us like, "What is wrong with you?" And I'm like don't even get me started. Like she, Emily Feichel's just responded to me on Instagram. Like we were having this whole entire thing. Um, and so that was actually one of our first events that me and Alex planned together. It was a really big success. Everyone who came to the event loved and enjoyed it. Um, and we definitely did have a, a big impact and you definitely had a big impact on everyone that came to the event. So yeah, that was kind of like a little bit of a background on me and Alex and, and the group. I was sitting there with Mamit and I was like, no way Emily's going to respond. I was like, absolutely no way. She's going to come and talk to some like random school in Canada. She's from the States. She, I was so like not believing of it. And then you responded to Mamit and I was like, 
oh my god this is happening and something I love doing is planning events like I think that's such a great way to engage people and so this being our first one just like me and Mamit were over the moon happy like it was crazy Mm -hmm. so yeah we were sitting in a Starbucks and I came up with this idea too and I was like oh my gosh I'm gonna do this but we were definitely very very excited for this and we definitely gotten amazing results from it so yeah oh I absolutely love that. Well, hey, you guys are too sweet and too kind. And I will always, yeah, anyone listening, like I respond to any DM besides those, like if you want to increase your followers by 5,000 and all, all that crap. Um, but no, it just made me so happy. And truly, like, I think for me, what I saw was here are two other people, you know, well, at the time I only knew you, but I was like, afterwards, I was like, here are other people trying to do like something very aligned with my own, right? Like, we are here because, and we can talk about this in a bit too, but I know I'm sure you guys have had your own experiences, right? With some of these topics you're discussing or some of these just overall health things. And I have as well. And, you know, it, it takes a lot to go through those things, experience them yourself, really like care about others going through them and then start something and really try to like be there to support, educate, you know, just spread awareness to others. And so like whenever I can help somebody else do that, like by all means I will. And so I just love that you guys like even started, you know, started doing this and that you're continuing to do this and just like the, just like the commitment, you know what I mean? Like if you want to like make something happen, you can make it happen. You just sometimes have to like figure it out as you go. But I guess that being said, have you guys had like your own past experiences with some of these like health disparities or whether that's mental health or, you know, cancer with someone in your family, like, is there sort of that like past experience that you guys are drawing from when you create these events or like connect with people for this, for this club? So I definitely, in terms of health, there's definitely been a lot of experiences. Um, I definitely have struggled a lot with mental health and eating disorders. Um, And I remember I also, because of my eating disorders, there was a lot of like effect physically on me. Um, So I developed early, like I developed thyroid from like a very young age. It was activated within me because of um, just how like the lack of nutrition in my body and the fact that I wasn't eating enough and how it slowed down my metabolism. So I struggled with that for a really long time. Um, And so I do have my personal struggles, but then I've also had like people in my family. So my grandmother, um, she had breast cancer and I remember being very young at that age and I had, and I was there to take care of her and kind of like, I'd be there to hold her hand or, you know, help with her medications or whatever. And it, it showed me that I, I do, one of my biggest passions is helping people. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, a friend, a family member, like me being there and, you know, helping her with whatever it was within that time it's, it it made me feel so happy. It was like, you know, it made me feel warm and fuzzy inside because I was helping somebody. Um, And then my dad, he has epilepsy um, from a head injury that he got in high school. So I always grew up, you know, around that, that part. And I, I was very young at that time to like, understand it, like what was going on. And, you know, as you get older, you definitely become more aware of it. Um, But again, it was always about taking care of other people. So I've, I've definitely, you know, dealt with a lot of health issues not with just myself but with family members and I've had to learn um kind of my goal at the end of the day would be to not only just spread awareness but like with the research part of stuff as well so 
that's that's one of my big things and if I get into my mental health stuff there is a lot to talk about but I want to give Alex a chance to kind of come on to things as well before I blabber on so yeah mine's very similar um to meet with the fact that I love helping people um my close friends like they literally call me their therapist friend like their mom friend like I'm always the person that's there to talk to which is great I love helping them but I feel like me helping them so much it didn't give me time to like focus on myself. Um, Like I've had a lot of friends who have not only battled like suicidal thoughts, but I've also had friends who like have unfortunately like committed suicide. So I've always been the person they turn to. And it's just like a lot of pressure. I love, love helping my friends because anything I can do to make them feel any bit better, it's going to make me feel great. But I mean, I'm just a 17 year old kid in high school and there's so much pressure because a lot of my friends right now, um, they're not very comfortable talking to any adults in their lives or any like parents, anything like that. So they come to me and they come to their friends um, and, you know, I can only do so much. I tell them our school, we have like a psychologist available, like you can do this anonymously. And so for me, that's where a lot of it comes in because I feel like I fail them if I don't like help them all the way through. I've like gotten past that quite a bit because like with COVID and stuff I had this boyfriend and this sounds like so silly but when he broke up with me like I just didn't heal properly from that and then like this past summer I really like put myself together and I was like focusing on myself a lot so now I feel like I know more of this kind of like balance between helping my friends and helping myself as well. Um, And kind of coming off from what Alex said in terms of you know trying to give and give and give and then you end up like feeling so empty. Um, I I definitely relate to that because, you know, from a very young age, just how in the environment that I grew up with and within my childhood, like my um, grandparents were immigrants. My dad was, um, he was born here, but there was a lot of struggles that they faced because um, my grandfather lost his father at a very young age. So we, he was, he's always been, you know, working towards, um, you know, having a good life for his kids and his grandkids. And I saw that struggle that not only my grandparents, but my, my mom went through as um, a woman who was trying to stabilize her career and be independent so she could um, support herself and her, and her children. And so all these struggles, whether it was, you know, within my family or I just saw it within the world, it kind of affected me. And I, I always took it upon myself to try to make others feel better or try to help them. And it was always about, you know, okay, let me make sure that this person is happy. Let me make sure that this person, let me, let me take on these responsibilities. So this person doesn't feel overwhelmed, but it didn't matter about me. And that kind of continued on for a very, very long time. And I was always giving and giving. And it came to a point where, you know, within COVID, where I was feeling like I was, I was at, I was at rock bottom. I was at rock bottom. I was so, so alone and isolated. And I was going through one of the biggest depressive episodes that I've, I've been through. And I had to start reflecting and I kind of reflected. I'm like, some things need to change something. I have to do something because I don't want to feel like this anymore. There is, I don't want to feel like I'm broken and I can't do anything. And as I started to reflect these past few years have been big, you know, um, moments of growth and kind of like self-improvement where I've like reflected on past moments and um, kind of my childhood and kind of figuring out who I am and answering this question. Cause I was so desperate. I was like, so desperate to figure out like, who am I? What is this? How do I answer that question? Cause you don't really know that definition. I remember, you know, in that time, like questioning that, but it was kind of coming back to 
that, that I needed to start taking care of myself. And yes, I wanted to treat everyone with love and kindness, but I have to remember to also treat myself with that same love and kindness and stop being so hard on myself when I'm not that hard on others, right? Like if I'm forgiving everyone else around in my life for, for mistakes that they've made, that means I have to forgive myself as well. Um, and it was a moment that I, I learned that self-care is so important and giving back to yourself is so important. Um, so yeah, and so I, I definitely relate to that, like giving and giving, it leaves you empty. And you know, when your cup is empty, you can't give anything to anybody else. Mm -hmm. So it has to be a balance of both. Yeah, and I mean, I, I relate to both of you, like with everything you're saying, I'm just nodding along, mm -hmm, along because it's so, so true. And I think so many of us are in that state, right? Where um, just some of us do give more than others. Some of us, like the three of us, really love helping people. And same as you, Alex, like I am the mother therapist friend. I have always been like the freaking people I manage at two hands, like refer to me as their mother, you know, and I'm 10 years younger than most of them, <laughs> you know, like it's, it just, it, it's some people's like personalities. It's like their way of living. And I think like both of you, and it's just, there does reach that point, right. Where you hit like a rock bottom or you realize like, damn, like I am, I'm depressed. Like what is happening? Like I'm caring for everybody else, but like, it doesn't feel like I'm being cared for. Right. And I think for me, what it came down to was realizing, like, I do have friends that care, right? Like they're, they are care for me. I know I'm loved, et cetera, but I like at the end of the day also need to be doing that for myself. And I think that was like kind of what you were saying when we, with like this, like really getting, raising that awareness and knowing like, I've got to be there for myself as well. Like we love to help others, but like, we also have to remember to help ourselves. And that can look different for everybody, but there is a point, right. Where like, you have to have those boundaries between like how much you're giving and then how much you're like brief, you know, putting back into your own cup and refilling your own cup and really like getting yourself back and ready to go. And I think we see that so often with everybody in life, you know, no matter what span of life you're in high school, college and relationships in your work and helping people through side passions, right. Like a podcast or a, a club or a journal, whatever it is. Um, so I think that is like, uh, just everyone I've talked to, like that is something that has come up every time, like of all the interviews I've done. And yet we always need that reminder, right. To like really put back into ourselves what we're putting back out into the world. So I feel that. Um, I just wanted to quickly kind of add on as I was kind of going through and like during these past two years where like this journey of like self-realization, like I, I started this journey. Um, I remember kind of coming across these terms of success and failure. And I don't know if this is something that everyone already knows, but I came across like I was thinking about um, thinking about this and I, I came, came upon this realization that success and failure are both very subjective terms. And what is success to me or failure to me is not success or failure to the, to the other person that's sitting in, across from you from the table. And I realized that for a very long time, success for me was always like getting a 90 or, you know, um, being the perfect daughter, the perfect sister, or, you know, taking on all the responsibilities, being a people pleaser. Like that was what I defined as success. But when I was, you know, at rock bottom and I was going through all these depressive episodes, I remember telling myself success is surviving the day. Success is just getting through the day. As long as I make it from eight o'clock in the morning till, you know, 10 o'clock at night, 
if I make it through that time, I've survived the date, that is a successful day for me. And as long as I tried my best throughout the day, I was kind to somebody, I, I respected the people around me in my life, I, I, that was success. So that definition of success, as I changed it for myself, and I said, you know, this is what it means to succeed. It made me feel like lighter. I didn't have all this pressure or this, like these expectations on myself. And I was just getting through life. And, you know, during those hard times, I don't know, you know, some, I know a lot of people were going through it. I know I definitely was definitely struggling over these past few weeks and kind of getting back into the groove of things. I had to remind myself that I'm trying my best no matter, no matter what, and that's success. And as long as, you know, you're kind to yourself and others, that's all that matters. So I definitely think that we all sometimes have to take a break and kind of just reflect back on stuff. Like how are we taking in things? So, yeah. When you were saying the success and the failure thing, the, what came to mind for me was like forgetting, right? Like if we are going by the societal norms for what success and quote unquote failure means, it's like, well, what if we're shifting that and we're realizing like, yes, we might be succeeding in all these other like superficial, like forward facing societal ways, right? Of like work or school or, you know, whatever it is. But then in what ways are we quote unquote, like failing ourselves, right? Like, or failing at like what really matters. And I had that same similar realization the other day where I just felt like the past few weeks, I've been really failing at a lot of personal things that at the end of the day matter more to me than anything else, like failing with my friendships. And I say failing, you know, in quotes, every time I say it, because it's such a term to use, but that's how, you know, that's how it feels. Like it, it's how it felt to me. I was like, I don't like this version of me that's showing up as a friend, right? Like I know I can do better. I know I can be more present. I know I can just be more of myself and more of the friend Emily they know and love, but like I'm putting all these other like forward facing aspects of life first and trying to succeed at those and trying to make sure they're all perfect. And I'm forgetting the things that matter. And the same thing, like communication with like my family back home and my brother and just sort of letting our relationship like slide off the radar when that's one of the most important things to me or even like personal health right like we all have those times when you realize all of a sudden like oh my god my body is falling apart <laughs> like what's happening here you know like I, I need to get like my life situated structured again I don't know but I definitely think that's interesting and Alex I'd be curious to hear like if you have any like things when it comes to like that success failure mindset because I think it is something that also does play into mental health so much um and just I don't know I had a friend like a few weeks ago tell me she's like I just don't know she's gone through like a really depressive episode and she's like I just feel like I'm failing at life every single day and I said to her like you know from my perspective like you're not you know what I mean like yes there's a lot of hurdles there's a lot of things going wayward or wrong but like ultimately like you're getting through every day, you know, just like you said, like you're, you're still coming into work. You're still like contacting your friends, you know, like it might feel like everything's like failing, but just know from an outside perspective, like there's still hope, you know, like things are still looking good from the outside. And like, if you need more help with like the internal stuff, like, let me know, we can help you out, whatever. But um, yeah, it was just very interesting to, yeah. Think of like how success and failure, or at least the ideals of them really do or really can correlate with our mental state, mental well-being and such. I'm definitely like, I feel like I would say I'm going through it right now. So in like school, we, ha we have quadmesters, 
Um, so it's like two classes and it goes on like four times throughout the year. And so we're coming to the end of ours right now. So we have our big projects like getting due um, pretty soon for English. It's due tomorrow. And all I've been doing is like procrastinating and procrastinating. And actually what our CBT was is to do like a podcast on self-realization. So this is like very symbolic at the moment, but I am just like, I got to edit and I really don't want to edit it. I talked to someone um, cause you had to have like two people, you had to interview two people and I just don't want to re-listen to the clip. Cause I'm like so scared of picking up the pieces to put in my podcast. Um, so I feel like right now I'm quote unquote, like failing. Cause I just don't like how I sit in my bed all day and just like watch the work not being done. And then I go to bed. I'm like, tomorrow's going to be a new day. And then it's not. So one of my biggest things when it comes to like being successful is making sure that I'm like managing my time properly. Like my room is full of lists. I'm staring at a calendar in front of me of like everything I have to do, but below that is a list of everything I have to do. Behind me over here is a list of everything I have to do. It's absolutely everywhere. And what like gets me going is just like checking it off, making sure I do like the little things and just like checking it off gets me going like completely. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, on that note, right, like when it comes to even like ideas of success or mental health, whatever, like it's also reminding yourselves like every little thing counts, right? Like getting one thing off that list is probably like such a relief versus like completely zero, you know, and I, I've definitely done that myself multiple times. And I try to remind myself of that too, like every little step forward, whether it's in like recovery or mental health or self-care, right? Like even if it's literally just like I don't know, giving myself five more minutes in the morning, whatever it is, like every little thing like matters. And we get so stuck in like the extremist mindset of like all in or all out or all or nothing, whatever. But like, I don't know, truly, like whether you're talking about success and failure or mental health or school or life in general, like remembering that those little things do count and add up and can be such a stress relief to even cross one thing off your to-do list. Like, oof, that's, that's important, I think. Well, that being said, I'd love you guys have both shared a bit about your journeys. And um, if you have anything else to share about mental health, by all means, like would love to hear it. But then I'd also be curious, like, you're obviously creating a resource now to help others in your school. And hopefully, like it spreads, you know, beyond they share with a friend, however, it can work out in that way. But have there been any other like resources or just moments even like in your life that did help you in regards to, you know, whether it was ED recovery or mental health or just like those feelings of depression or like whatever it was that you were struggling through. I just love sharing resources because it's like just such a stupid, simple way to help anyone that listens, right? Like it's just one thing. The next thing you know, that leads you down a tunnel, you know, and you just keep going. So I'd love to hear what you guys have on that. I use voice diaries. I know we talked about this when you did our stuff for the school, but I feel like I just want to have some sort of like background to it. So I am not a confrontational person and it's something I really need to work on because if something like upsets me or bugs me, I really keep it inside and I will go to my friends and I'll be like, so-and-so did this. Like, I can't deal with this, whatever, instead of like going to the person. So I had this really close friend and I mean, we were very, very young. And so I didn't understand like why he was doing certain things. And I'm sure I did stuff that like he didn't understand. And instead of like bringing it up to him, I would just like 
write it down or tell my friends. They were like, I'm so mad he did this. And it got to a point where we tried to form a relationship because we were very close, but ultimately it, it failed. And, you know, I think I'm just not a big communicator and it's something I need to work on. So when I was upset, I lost him not only like in a relationship aspect, but because he was one of my best friends, I was on TikTok. <laughs> like Mamid said, it's horrible, but it's great. And someone suggested this app and it's literally an app for like your notes, but it's a voice diary. And I would talk in that and everything that upset me that I, that happened between me and him, I would say, and I'd be like, this is, this happened and this upset me. And I didn't like when he did this. And at the end, like I would have 10 minutes of audio and I would be like sobbing. It was the most therapeutic thing ever. Like finally saying it out loud. I've only ever texted it. Like finally saying it out loud was, it was just the best thing ever. So I really recommend voice diaries. I feel like it helps you just learn to communicate and learn to open up about your feelings and like what you mean. Cause like, it's really hard with people. Sometimes when I get angry, like I really need to step away and just kind of like process my thoughts before I say anything too much, because I don't want to say something I don't mean. And people don't understand that. Sometimes they want to talk about it right away. And so just like having that, that app and that resource, it helps me figure out what I do want to say in like a quicker amount of time and just helps me express my thoughts and helps me communicate. Yeah. And I think when you brought that up last time, I was saying how that would be a great idea because when it comes to these, like any of these like harder topics in life, right. That we're working through or struggling through oftentimes, like we really do need to express it in some form or another. Right. But it can be very scary at times to say that, or to say those words, you know, to another person or another being, and then not only say them, but also like have fear of judgment or fear of not them, not understanding or fear of them telling even unfortunately. Um, and so having something like, is the app just called voice diaries? Honestly, I don't remember, but I can like look for it right now as you talk. Yeah, no. Yeah, for sure. Send it to me if you find it. Otherwise, like I'm sure anybody could Google it and find something similar or just whatever it is. Even if you just talk into your phone, you don't even have to record it, whatever, like talk out loud to yourself. If you're have a moment alone, whatever. But, um, I think it's so good. Cause like you said, sometimes like hearing the words out loud also makes it really like sink in. I know back when I started the podcast, I would, you know, be doing the solo sessions and I'd be saying things like in regards to eating disorder recovery. And I'd be like, oh, wow, that's really messed up. Like, I I just, I think this way about food, you know what I mean? Like I, I'd say something and then I'd catch myself. I'd be like, wow, like you really, like it actually sinks in sometimes when you say it out loud. So I think that's such a wonderful resource um, that could be applied to so many areas of life. So, oh, perfect. You sent it. So I'll, I'll include that in the show notes too, if anyone wants to find it. Um, but yeah, so like kind of coming up from what Alex said, I hate confrontation and I don't like talking about my emotions or my feelings. I sometimes I'm like so ready to talk and I have like, this is what I'm feeling, but as soon as I'm like about to say it, like I kind of think about, it, I'm like, okay, this just sounds stupid. This just sounds silly. I'm not going to actually say it. So for me, like I would like keep everything in. I would just pack it all up, all the emotions, everything that I was feeling. Um, and it can get very overwhelming very fast. And like, I sometimes think of my like brain or like my head as like a ping pong ball that's like ricocheting off the walls 24 seven, because there's just like so much going on at, at, at like, you know, at once. Um, and so I, I never like, you know, did voice diaries, but I did a lot of journaling. Like I have like a journal that's like completely filled with like 
with everything that I've written um, with all like these emotions and notes, like just saying that this is how I feel. This is like this moment in my life um, and kind of just talking about specific days. And I also, I know this is really weird, but sometimes I just talk to myself and I know like, you know, and some people like record themselves, but I never recorded myself when I, when I talk to myself or I, I, I don't, I just kind of like, you know, I'll be sitting in my room and I'll just like start talking and I'll like these moments that or something that happened during my day that like maybe upset me or maybe something that there's like this positive thing happened to me and it showed me like a lot of growth I would just talk to myself about it and I would just kind of release it and let it out and then another thing that I love doing is grabbing coffee and going with like going on a drive with my best friend and we just talk and she's very she's very similar to me and she loves like going into these deep deep talks and reflecting on life and everything and we're, we're so similar in in so many ways but like we have experienced different things so when we talk there's these different perspectives coming in and yeah so when I'm and I feel like I'm in a you know in a bad place or whatever I give her a call I'm like you want to go grab want to go grab coffee and sometimes we'll just go sit in an empty parking lot and we'll just rant about life and all these different problems so for me I would definitely say that journaling has definitely helped that's like one of my biggest things but you know just talking about things and letting it out even if it's not directly with another person and it's just out into the open like you said like you know sometimes releasing those things are just so necessary and sometimes you don't need someone to give you advice or you know say that this is this is what this is what's wrong with you this is what you need to fix sometimes you just need someone to sit there and just listen and you just can let it all out um, and then you feel so much better at the end so that and then another thing for me is like I know a lot of people are like for me when I struggle with my eating disorders like working out is always a very kind of touchy topic because it's it there's this ex excessive exercise mode that I can go into where I just I that's all I think about like exercise ex exercise but I have to like you know catch myself on that but sometimes I I just exercise for fun or go for a run just for fun just to get your body moving and I say like release all those happy chemicals in your body um so yeah and I I have to catch myself like if it's a good day you know and working out seems good for me and it's not like punishing myself and it's like for the good stuff so I definitely go for that as well so those are definitely the big resources that have helped me yeah, that combination of, I, I feel you, I talk to myself like all the time alone. I used to a lot more when I lived in the middle of nowhere and I'd go on walks and there was nobody around. But the other day I like, I put my, I learned this trick somewhere, but I was like, if you're walking in a public place, you literally just like, I put my like, AirPods in. So it looked like I was on the phone, but I wasn't on the phone with anybody. I was just like kind of having a pep talk with myself about like, okay, this happened. Yes, that sucked. But how can we regroup, blah, 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 like going on. And I felt so much better afterwards. And it is that sort of release, whether you're doing a voice diary and recording it so you can reflect later, or you're just talking to yourself, or you're journaling, or you have a someone you trust that you can talk to, or movement. Like it is truly one of the best forms of expression to like get things moving, you know, energy wise in and out of your body. Um, and then, yeah, it is just about having that awareness, right? About like, you know, why am I moving in this moment or what do I need? So I love, I love all of those actually. And they're all ones that I love to do and have needed the reminder lately to actually implement. So <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad we're discussing these because I needed, I needed the little reminder to do those, but oh, that's amazing. I love it. I quickly wanted to add something. Um, I know you were talking about kind of saying like, you know, this, 
this is what happened, you know, it sucked, but like, how do we get over it? And I know those like self-reflection moments when, you know, you're really going through it are like so necessary because I know we say like, we go through these struggles. I think of life as a roller coaster, like, you know, those ups and downs and those like moments. And for me, like I had to start realizing that even like, even all the struggles that I've been through, or even those like dark tunnels that we're going to go through, they happen for a reason. And I'm a big believer that everything happens for a reason. And I, I have to learn from those, you know, even those bad moments and have to take something good away from it. Because in it, I feel like if I don't take something good away from it, if I don't grow, I'm giving power to like the bad energy or the the negativity in that at that point. Um, and I'm letting all those like bad things get to me. Um, so I, I remember like, I was going through this moment, like I, I had a physics course. Yeah, I remember the physics course. Alex is smiling because I ranted about this all the time. But I, I had a physics course and I took it. I was like, you know what? I don't really need physics, but I'm just going to take it for the sake of taking. I wanted I wanted a challenge. FYI, you do not need a challenge. It's not necessary. You can chill. But I took it and I just did not have the best experience. I was um not doing very well on the unit test. I wasn't doing well overall in the course. And I just, I had all these limiting beliefs about myself. And I started telling myself, like, I'm a failure, you know, all those things about not being good enough and the self-sabotage that came into play. Um, But my mom said something that really clicked with me. She's like, Mani, but this is helping you learn that it's okay not to be perfect at everything, that it's okay to fail sometimes. And it's okay to learn from that you're not going to be liked and loved by everybody. As long as you know who you are and you're comfortable with your identity, your values and beliefs, that's all that matters. And that's where I kind of clicked with me, like everything, all these bad moments, I came out stronger. I came out better in some way. And you kind of have to, in that moment, take a moment, pause and be like, what am I taking away from this? How am I going to come out stronger? Um, and I love like, I love to say that, you know, there is light after the darkness, whether it's that dark tunnel that you're in and you, even though you can't see it and it seems impossible, I promise you that there is light after that tunnel. You just need to keep pushing. And, and like, even if it's a baby step every single day, there will be light and that it kind of got me through it. So I just wanted to share that. I love that a lot. And that is like your mom's words, like pure gold there about it is like, like you don't necessarily need to challenge. Like you said, you don't need to like take the physics class or have like five jobs or do these like extreme things to challenge yourself. You can find other ways, but if you are in a situation where that happens, as I've been, I'm sure both of you have been, everybody has been in at some point, like even just seeing that like silver lining about like, okay, yeah, this is teaching me that, you know, at the end of the day, this isn't as important as I thought it was. And this matters more to me or whatever it is. And you know, it like you do get through it. And I love that. Like I'm a firm believer as well, that everything happens for a reason. And I was dating a guy like four months ago and he was trying to like argue the point. And I mean, his argument was like, fair enough. But at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? No. I believe in that. Like also I've gone through like a lot of shit. I have to believe in that to like keep going. Like, I think it is just, it's, you have to have that like sliver of hope or like just that remembrance that like there is light at the end of the tunnel, even if you can't see it quite yet. So I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, if you guys have anything else to add, by all means go for it. Otherwise I'd love if you guys could share where people can connect. Like I said, you have the Instagram um, and you know, whether you share more on there or not. Um, I would just love, you know, people to find it. They can check it out, whatever it is. Um, And yeah, just overall be able to connect with you guys if possible at all. 
Um, so in terms of connecting with us, you can find us on Instagram at Leger Healthcare Journal. Um, so our DMs are always open for any questions, any concerns. Our social media advisor is always on top of that. And, you know, she's gonna, always getting to us. Um, and then if you kind of want to contact us personally, um, we have our personal Instagram uh, kind of handles within our bio, within that bio as well. So if you want to personally contact us, we're available there as well. I love that a lot. Um, well, thank you guys both for coming on tonight. I know this is like, I'm horrible to schedule with as you guys, <laughs> I mean, this, I'm glad this worked out like when it did, but usually I'm not the best at scheduling. So thank you guys for just overall first inviting me to speak the first time. That was such a blast. And it was really good timing actually, because I was just coming out of like quite the depressive episode. And that night I was like, I don't even know if I should be giving this talk. <laughs> And then we started and by the end of it, I just, I felt like I needed to have that conversation or, you know, just give that talk and be with you guys to really remind myself, like just what I can do and to get out of it and everything. And I like, I called my dad the next day and I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't think I'd be able to give the talk, but like I did. And it actually got me, it was like the first big thing to start getting me out of that depressive funk. And I've been like, getting better, feeling better and better each day since. So like truly I just once more, right. The power of like connection, communication, and just doing like what lights your, your soul and makes your ha heart happy. So, um, lots and lots of gratitude to you both for that and for coming on tonight as well. <laughs> No, thank you so much as well. We really appreciate it. Um, we're really grateful when you came on and, and spoke to our group and our school as well. Um, and then thank you for this opportunity to come on and speak with you as well here today. Um, I know when we were kind of talking to our group for feedback and I even went up to teachers, they loved it. They loved hearing from you. They thought it was so well, like, you know, there was a nice flow to it. It wasn't too much information. It was perfect. And your voice is so soothing and they all had <laughs> such an amazing time. And you know, it, it was refreshing for you, but it was so like calming and refreshing for us as well. So again, like you said, the power of connection and, you know, just kind of getting together as a group of people and, and talking, it was definitely very, very powerful. I just wanted to say it was like a reset, like what you're talking about, like talking to us helped you kickstart that again. I feel like I needed to hear it to also implement that in my life. So yeah, just a big, big thing. Cause I feel like even if they're not saying it, just that talk made a big impact on well i know with me and mommy but with the people who listen so thank you so much and thank you for for having us here oh my gosh my pleasure of course <laughs>